Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, Rebels. So excited to have you back here with me. And this episode, I'm wanting to talk about feeling alone in your business. Okay, so that sounds very depressing to start off on that note, but I want to let you know as well, too, that as you climb the ladder of success, you will lose people and maybe not even lose people as in like I'm no longer your friend or anything like that but I think you lose that level of understanding because there's so much personal growth that comes into starting a business and not only that but succeeding as a business because as your business grows and changes you have to grow and change as well. So for example, there's this woman I've been talking to in the DMs for a long time, I think at least eight months now. And I've offered her a call for Rock Salt Academy, I think like two or three times. And she always goes, never got on a call with me. And we reconnected and I was giving her some free value advice in the DMs, which I've done a ton of times, given her so many free resources, all that good stuff. So a couple of weeks ago, I was like, okay, this is the time, right? You guys always know my saying, shit or get off the pot, right? I'm not going to sit here and give free value forever because at the end of the day, free value is not going to get you to where you want to be. And number two, if I am sitting here coaching people for free, that is not fair to my clients in Rock Solid Academy, right? So anyways, she goes after I invite her on a sales call and you know, let her be a little bit because again, it's a pattern. I get it. (laughs) I know her so well at this point. And then I wake up to a DM from her this morning asking me very, very like customized business question about like payment and she's got a client, how would she handle it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, coach Jade two years ago would have been afraid of, oh my gosh, I just need to like help her through this. I don't want to piss her off, whatever, whatever. But what I've realized, which I talked with you guys about a ton, is that setting boundaries is healthy. It is not bitchy, which is what the world wants us to think that if we set boundaries, right, we're being a bitch, we're being crazy, we're overreacting, we're being dramatic, whatever. So I just let her know, hey, at the end of the day, free information is great. But I feel like, you know, I've given you a ton of value over the last eight months, but I feel like we're crossing into, you know, that boundary that I'm needing to set with you because this is a very customized business question. It's one that could definitely be answered if you were in Rock Salt Academy and working with one of our amazing co-coaches that they could actually, you know, 24-7, you have access to them. They can walk you through this specific thing. At this point, I feel that it is unfair for me to go in and answer that question for you because you're not in Rock Salt Academy and I've given you so much free value. At the end of the day, you need to decide what you want. And, you know, at, you know, the door's still open. We'd love to get in a call with you, blah, blah, blah. And all she said back was, okay. Now, is she pissed off? I'm sure she is pissed off. Now, am I going to lose sleep over that? No, I am not. Because at the end of the day, 
I am running a business, right? I want to be friendly. I want to be helpful. I want to give free value. Hell, I've got this podcast, three seasons of free value, right? To help you with business strategy and mindset. I'm doing a free training tomorrow in the Facebook group. I've got hundreds of free trainings that I offer to people all the time. But that customization part is meant for my one-on-one coaching clients. And I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Now, why did I just spend four minutes walking you through that situation? Because you need to get comfortable with boundaries. You need to get comfortable with not being a people pleaser. And there are so many women out there and so many virtual assistants that I have personally worked with where that is their biggest struggle. They want to make everyone happy. And I'm not going to go into all the different reasons of why that is. But looking back on my separation two and a half years ago now, the way that I handled certain situations was not healthy and it was not productive, right? I've talked with you guys a lot about the amount of friends, and I have that in quotations, if you guys can see me, quotations, right, of the friends that I lost. And I think I briefly talked about this situation, I want to say like episode one or two of this season, but, you know, one of my closest friends, we were best friends for 10 years, I literally introduced her to her husband. And during our friendship, right, like she could always be vulnerable with me and tell me different things, but there were different situations like her wedding rehearsal night, for example, where she literally said, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, again, calling out my ex-husband saying like, oh, yeah, he hooked me up with her husband. And that was not the case. And I remember even that night, my ex-husband's like, why did she say that? Like, you were the one that went and did that. And I always kind of felt like she was almost like ashamed to be friends with me, if that makes sense. She didn't ask me to be in her wedding, but I was like the book attendant or whatever they call that. And just like different situations like that. But when it was just me and her, we could talk about everything. But I started to realize as years went on that like when we were in person, she almost had me at like an arm's length away. Okay. So anyways, this same person was the one who told me, you know, when I told her finally, nine years after of the years of abuse, that what was going on. And her response when I said, you know, my ex-husband choked me or my husband at the time choked me, whatever, because he's best friends with her husband. That's how I connected them, set them up together, right? She said, well, everyone loses their temper. And I asked her, well, have you ever lost your temper and laid hands on your husband? Oh, well, well, no. I don't remember exactly what my response was, but I just kind of like blew it off. I didn't really handle that correctly. And now Jade, almost three years later, oh, is so angry at myself. Like, why did I not end the friendship then? But that was, again, there's a lot of red flags in our friendship. And, you know, obviously, gosh, about like six months later, like I fully ended the friendship. But the funny thing is that I ran into her about a year later. We not talked in about six months at that point. And run into her and, you know, our kids are playing together or whatever. And I didn't talk to her and it was kind of awkward. And she's kind of broke down, tears in her eyes. Like, you're the only person that I can be vulnerable with and I miss you. And, you know, I'll talk to my husband because her husband was nothing but a complete and total asshole to me after we split up. Again, misogynist a-holes is who he is anyways. 
you know, I'll talk with him and, you know, see if I can go to dinner with you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, like, you know, that's great. And we ended it with, you know, both of us in tears and hugging and like, I'll reach out to you and we'll get together for dinner. Guess what? She never got in contact with me, have not heard from her since. And since then I've blocked her on absolutely everything. Not as like retaliation, not because I hate her. I want her to succeed, but she is not like the last episode, right? Not my freaking person. How can I respect another person that's going to allow a man to abuse his wife and to let her own relationship, like her husband be in control of that? And that's not my business, right? I'm not in their marriage. That's their marriage. You do you. But at the end of the day, I want people that have my back and don't manipulate me when they run into me in person to feel bad so I don't actually confront them, Right. I should have confronted it then. But again, I had so much mindset work to work on. Yes, I was okay with people that I wasn't friends with and setting boundaries and all of that stuff before, but I still had that people-pleasing mentality, right, where I didn't want to confront her and say, hey, what you said to me a year ago when we were sitting in your car in my driveway was fucked up. Hey, you totally shutting me out the last six months because of what your husband thinks is messed up, right? Like your husband is still friends with someone who he knows laid hands on his wife. That's disgusting to me. And I don't want to be a part of that. So again, we're not Facebook friends. We are not Snapchat friends, anything like that. But it did take me a long time to get comfortable with speaking my mind and getting used to a much smaller circle. Okay. And again, my ex-husband was that same way of like, you know, I'm friends with everybody. Everybody loves me. Yes. You've got a ton of friends, but you don't have those great friends. Right. And yes, my circle is way more small than it used to be, but I've gotten comfortable with sitting alone with myself and my own thoughts, thinking things through and knowing at the end of the day that what is that saying? You know, you can have a hundred friends who are fake, but you know, you can have two friends that are actually real or or whatever, however that goes. I know I'm totally butchering that, you guys. But that's literally where I'm at in my life as well, too. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. And one thing that I've noticed as well, not that money matters. I always tell you guys this too. When I look at my income, I don't look at, oh my gosh, you know, I brought in X amount last year. I look at, wow, that number represents my hard work, the labor that I put into my, into my business, all the struggles that I've had, right? It's kind of like a scar. You look at a, a, maybe like a scar that you got from I don't know, from falling down, running a half marathon or, you know, a sport or something. And you look at that and you're like, wow, this represents this time in my life or, you know, all that hard work that I had or, you know, whatever, mementos, whatever. So that's when I look at my income of, you know, the last three years or last year, whatever I'm looking at this last quarter. I don't look at my clients as a monetary value, but when I look at a monetary value, I can break down, okay, this is what I charge for this. This is how many people 
I was able to help. This is the brand that I am building, right? Here's the sad part too, guys. I was way more excited about hitting my first 3K month than I was about the over half a million dollars that we brought in last year. And it's not because, again, like I look at that, I'm like, holy shit, right? Like that's amazing. We were able to help, you know, over 100 women last year in just RSA alone and blah, 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 blah. Yes, that's freaking amazing, right? But as you start to get used to those wins, right, it's, it becomes an inevitability. At the end of the day, like I can tell you right now, I know it's inevitable at some point I'm going to reach a million dollar year. Is that going to be this year? That's our goal. But I know I'm going to show up and put all the hard work I can into it to reach that goal. But I also know it might not happen this year. If it happens next year, awesome. If it happens two years from now, that's awesome, right? As long as I'm still making progress. But every single time you have those wins, you just automatically know. To be honest, every single goal I've ever set for myself, I've I've reached it and then some. I've literally reached every single goal. And that's why once you reach that goal, like my last year, my goal was to make 250000 in my business. We over doubled that, right? And so obviously this year, it's a million. But that's the thing about growing a business is like you have those small goals set and every single time you reach that small goal, you reach for a bigger one and a bigger one and a bigger one. And so as you do that, you just already know that at some point you're going to reach it, right? It's just a matter of when you're going to reach it. Yes, we have deadlines or goals for ourselves of like when we like to reach this goal by, but in the end of the day, we already know it's going to be inevitable that we're going to reach it. You get to that mindset piece. So you're not fully... I don't know how to explain it. You just kind of know like, hey, like it's going to happen. But nothing is as exciting as that first monetary goal you set for yourself in your virtual assistant business. I promise you. And as you do that, right, you kind of get to a point. I know for myself, I just kind of quit sharing it. Your family and friends, they're still excited for you. They're still happy for you, right? Obviously, if they're good family and friends, right, like that's how it should be. But they also kind of know it too of just like, yeah, Jade's going to crush whatever she does, like whatever, right? Like they kind of lose that excitement as well too. But not only that, because I did have a really good talk with my business coach as well too, where, you know, I I told him, I was like, I don't really share, like obviously I share it with my significant other, right? Like Cord's like, yay, go babe. Like that's awesome. But you kind of get to a point where you just like quit sharing it because like people, I think they just don't know how to respond because a lot of them still have that money mindset issues themselves, right? Now, remember, majority of people that don't have an online or like that don't have their own entrepreneur business, and especially an online business, because we surround ourselves with like-minded women, right? Every single day, we're seeing women making goals and crushing them and succeeding and like blowing it out of the water. And like, you know, we're seeing other like mindset coaches, right? where like they're working on themselves and like you're investing and you're working with a coach that's, you know, trying to get you to to do better and be better and do self-development and mindset and your change your perspective and yada, yada, yada. A lot of people that work a regular nine to five, they're not doing that. They're living that monotonous life where they wake up and do the same shit every single day. And so I do think there there is that little piece of maybe jealousy, right? Like where like, they're still excited, happy for you, but like they reach that little point of jealousy. And I don't think anyone needs to be jealous of, I'm not sitting here like, oh yeah, like they should totally be jealous of me. That's not what I'm saying at all, right? 
But there's been people that I cheer on all the time. And like, yes, I'm not like showing jealousy, but that's like a human reaction a lot of times. And also too, because they do have those money mindset obstacles, they don't really know how to respond because to them, they probably think, oh, Jade's humble bragging about like her income and things like that. Where to me, we don't have that negative shame around what we make. You know what I mean? Like, we're just like, yeah, we make good money. Like, okay, like we're normal people. Like, we don't think we're better than anybody else. Blah, blah, blah. Right? We don't. But I think that people kind of get to a point, like as you grow, that they just don't know how to respond to it. And so my coach, my business coach as well, too, was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't share it with people because they don't, they don't fully understand where we come from. They can't wrap their mind around what we do and how we're able to have an online business and make more money or, you know, whatever. They still have that. Remember, like in the last episode, I talked about that small town mindset. And so that's where a lot of people are coming from. It's not because they're being assholes or, you know, whatever, but they kind of get to a point where they're just like, they don't know how to respond as we win and as we scale our business as well too. And so you kind of get to a point and actually my mindset coach, actually her and I talked about that as well too, where she's like, you know, my mom and my sister are just kind of like small-minded, like negative people. And so to protect myself, I just don't share where I'm at in my business. Like they cheer me on, but like there's that vibe or that tension where it's like they really can't comprehend or like they really don't support what I do. And so she's like, I just, I keep it to myself. And that's what I love about having so many people in this online space is there's so many people that we can share our wins with and they're going to under they're fully going to understand because they're going through the same thing or maybe they're trying to get their VA business up and going or like you know my RSA clients like even after they're done with RSA they still message me and say oh my gosh Jade like I just hit my first 10k month and I know like I've even had a lot of them too with like I don't know how to share this with my friends right like I, I don't want them to to hate me or like be jealous or whatever. So like they just share it with me, like that's their safe space and that's okay as well too. And so as you climb that mountain or whatever you want to call it, it does get more lonely as you climb the top. But again, it's more lonely. I always say like in real life or like in your personal life versus your business because no one's going to cheer you on as much as another business owner, right? Like a first 10K month is fucking huge. Of course, I'm going to freak out where like maybe like your mom or your best friend, they're like, oh, that's so awesome. Congrats. But like they may not fully comprehend what it took for you to get to that 10K month. And so how do you handle the judgment that you might be seeing when you're posting online? Or how do you handle, you know, negative people and things like that? And I think everyone has their own way of coping. You guys know for me, if there's someone that you need to block, like other VA coaches, I don't follow any other VA coaches. I used to follow my VA coach, but I don't think she has Instagram anymore. And then obviously too, like anyone who is a past RSA client or like skill summit client that's like now a VA coach, right? <laughs> like, yes, I do follow and cheer on 
my past clients, but like anyone that has like a VA business that like I know is just going to like make me doubt myself or trigger my or like set off that trigger for me or make me doubt myself. I don't follow them. Anyone that makes me feel bad about like what I'm doing, I block them. I I do. I don't. I've really gotten to this point in my life like the last year or two where I just don't have time for the drama. I don't have time for like the negativity. So here's my advice if you're going through something like that is like figure out what works best for you. And I know for me, it's like not seeing or hearing that negativity. And so if I don't want to see or hear it, again, like my my friend that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast episode, like did she really yeah, I mean, I do think she did some things wrong or handled it the wrong way. Now, do I think she's a bad or evil person? No. But I just didn't want to be reminded of what once was with her because she was one of my best friends for so long. Did it upset her? I'm sure it probably did. I have no idea. But you have to sometimes do what is best for you and your mental and emotional health. And if that upsets someone else, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, she knows what she did for me to get to that point where I needed to end the friendship and end, you know, seeing her Facebook posts and yada, yada, yada. And at the end of the day, right, if she's not going to be supporting me and, you know, my family and my decisions, That's a privilege to be friends with me on Facebook. It's a privilege to be friends with me on Snapchat. And, you know, that wasn't the mentality I had three years ago. Like, it's a privilege to be in my circle, but it is. And it's a privilege for anyone to be in your circle as well, too. And if they're not serving you, they're not not bringing positive energy to the table. They're not bringing value or happiness or joy to your life, here's your permission slip. Delete them, block them, remove them, set that healthy boundary for yourself. So here's a lesson that I want you to take away from this podcast episode. Surround yourself with like-minded people and keep your circle small and supportive. It really, really does make such a difference. I think I've told you guys, um, you know, when I was doing beach and things like that, it was toxic. It was, for me anyways, unhealthy. I, for me, like I think they're all still friends. I didn't like it. I could not deal with like talking crap about people behind their back and the negativity, the toxic positive energy, which I didn't even know was a thing. And then like once I figured that out and like Googled it, I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh my God, I was like so like that beach body group that I was in. Like I could not deal with it. Now, Am I still friends with them on Facebook? Yeah, but I don't have like that 24-7 like group text chat with them anymore like I used to because it was not serving me and my goals and my purpose and it brought me down and it made me overthink everything that I did. Now, do I think that of everyone in that group? No, I do not. But there's definitely a few in there. And is that on them? No, probably the end of the day it's on me, but I had to set that healthy boundary. So get out there 
Go surround yourself with like-minded people. Keep your circle small. If you're needing a fun, loving group, you guys know I have that free Facebook group. Obviously, I got my RSA group. I've got my alumni RSA connection group. And me and my team would love nothing more than to support you in your VA business and cheer you on. So get out there. Go do what you need to do to protect yourself and your mental health. You guys are doing fucking amazing. Keep it up. So proud of you. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing. You are worthy and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.